My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is a special podcast going out to all of my podcasts because today the Mindful New Year online course enrollment increases from 97 to 197 at midnight Eastern Standard Time. And this is the event to help you plan your whole year in a single day in sync with astrology. And it's coming up this Sunday, 12, 12, 21 at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And you can still join right now at mindfulnewyear.com. And I'm going to tell you some things that are really helpful in approaching the new year here in this episode. And if you find it helpful, you might want to check out the full course coming up this Sunday. So I created this because this is what I was doing for myself years ago. And I actually shared on Facebook recently from about 10 years ago. I made this chart of like all the days of the year coming up and all of the Mercury retrogrades coming up because I started to realize that was having a significant impact on me and I was having a hard time navigating those Mercury retrogrades. So now I was going to prepare for them for the next year and not try to buy electronics or expect communications to go super smooth and well automatically during Mercury retrograde and expect there would be some delays and setbacks. So I put that into my calendar for the year and went through the year and I realized there were some other important things I should also be paying attention to as I went through the year because some other challenges came up. And I actually ended up having a significantly challenging year uh, at that time. And then went through the loss of a pet. So the dog that my partner and I had at the time got really, really sick and required daily maintenance for about six months. And it was really difficult and painful. And then that dog did pass away and then shortly after that, that relationship ended and we went through a challenging time where we felt like we both just kind of felt like it was over for our connection in that form. And it was amicable. It wasn't any big fight or blow up or anything, but we just felt like it was time to move our separate ways. And that's what we did. And then we felt terrible and tried to come back together and that didn't work. And it felt like we were going, trying to go back in time or something. Like it was just not working. And we talked about it and just realized it was time to part and let go and move on. And that, of course, meant separating all of our home, finances, everything else. And that was very difficult and painful. And I was, you know, sort of paying attention to astrology. Like I mentioned, I was obviously very into it, but not paying attention to the transits on the level that I realized I really could have been. Because I talked to a friend. And he didn't know my personal situation, but he knew about the transits going on. And he was talking about what was happening and why it was so significant. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. And he talked about some specific dates that things happened. And those were the same specific dates that some of the events that correlated to what, was happen what he was talking about happened for me. So the breakup, the loss of the pet, the moving out, the financial struggles, all of that coincided with some of the events happening astrologically, like the eclipses, some transits of the moon, and some certain other things that were going on at the time with Saturn and all that. So all of it was like blowing my mind. This really opened my eyes to how much this stuff really is impacting all of us because it wasn't just me, it was my friends I was talking to as well saying, you know, what's going on with the planets? And you see these memes every now and then through social media, even just a couple weeks ago with the eclipses at several friends just posting like, what is going on? And people who aren't even into astrology, just talking about the challenges they're going through. A friend reached out a couple weeks ago, going through massive challenges with her family and home, which is 
what was affected by these recent eclipses, the the Taurus energy of the home and family. And that all just validates the importance of paying attention to these things. So the way I see it is going into a new year without knowing about the astrological transits is like going into a new city without a map or a GPS. Because you can you can find your way around, like you're not going to, you know, have the worst time ever, but you'll know where things are and how to get to them and what areas of town you want to avoid and how to get around them. So these things can help drastically improve the quality of life and the quality of your year ahead. So in this Mindful New Year workshop, I really want to help you know all of these things coming up in the year and how to navigate them and how to set your intentions and goals for them because over the next few weeks, you're going to be seeing all this stuff on social media and online about new year, new you, how to set habits and goals and intentions for the new year and resolutions. And there's about 41% of Americans, at least, who do set New Year's resolutions in the studies I've seen, but only about 9% feel they are successful in doing it. So about 1 in 10 people feel they're actually successful in achieving their New Year's resolutions. And I think resolutions in general is not the best way to approach the New Year. It's sort of a just a wishful idea. It's sort of random and arbitrary. I mean, you've probably done it. Everybody's probably done it in the past. That like, you know, this will be the year that I get in shape or get out of debt or do this thing or start this project or write a book. And then you just kind of go about your life. And it's kind of arbitrary that you set the goal and there's not really any plan for achieving the goal. And it's all just kind of a wish. And then you move on. But... If you know that there are certain planetary energies happening, you can work with them. And if you know there are certain planetary energies that might be working against you, you can navigate around them. Like maybe 2020 wasn't the best year to be traveling a lot. And if you go back through history, we can see there are some certain patterns that made it clear what was going to happen in 2020. And I actually even underestimated that a bit. And this sort of helped me learn on a whole new level just how important it is to focus on the transits. Even though I've been leading this Mindful New Year course now for three years, I still slightly underestimated just how impactful 2020 would be, even though I could see, if you go back through history, 700 years ago, there was a certain event that happened that was very, very significant. Do you know what it was? And you might have actually heard about it recently. I've talked about it on my astrology podcast. But there was a conjunction of Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars in the sign of Capricorn, which is pretty unique. It takes 700 years for that to happen because of how those planets transit and how they actually overlap. It seems like it might be more common than that, but it's actually quite rare. And what happened 700 years ago? Well, that was the beginning of the Black Plague. And if you go back through the history books, there are certain people at the time who said that was the reason the plague started because of that conjunction. Of course, science was different back then and astrology had a different place in society, but they believed that was the reason. And the way I approach it now is these transits are energies that are affecting us. They're not necessarily the reason, but they are energies at play, right? If it's storming, the reason somebody gets into a car accident is you could say it's because of the weather, because of the storm, or you could say it's because of their driving in the weather, 
or any other factors that got them there, but the weather was, of course, a massive factor. Same thing with the planets, right? And, you know, in some cases, you can say you know, the reason the tides go in and out is because of the moon. That is scientific and not debatable. But there are some things that are more like we have a choice in how we're going to interact with them, how we're going to engage with them. But yes, that was a massive influence on all of us 700 years ago and again in 2020 in March when that happened again. And it was also around the same time that the planet or the north node of the moon, rather, Rahu, was in the nakshatra of Ardra. <clears throat> now this happens every 18 and a half years. And that happened in 2020 as well. So making this even more intense. So you go back to when did that last happen? Well, that was 18 and a half years ago in the year 2001 during September 11th. So again, a very significant transit related to major issues in society and uh, major changes in society. And in this case, like a terrorist attack and these sort of uh, difficult, very, very difficult issues in society. So Ardra is the god of storms. So it brings about these sort of stormy experiences, very intense experiences. It's represented by a teardrop. And Rahu is this like obsessive energy that is very intense. So when we know that's coming, we can prepare for it. And we go back 18 years before that, that was the AIDS outbreak in the 80s. Go back in history further, and there was the JFK assassination. And before that, Hiroshima, right? So there is a series of patterns here we can see. And then of course, in 18 and a half years from 2020, there will be another very significant, similarly effective event on society. And then, of course, in 700 years, there will be probably another major virus outbreak or something like that. So we know these energies are at play and we know how to prepare for them. And a lot of people might be still wondering, like, when is this pandemic stuff really going to be over? And how are we going to move on beyond this and work through this? And if you look at the stars, it becomes quite obvious Saturn moved into Capricorn when this began. And it's not just there. It's not just Saturn and Capricorn. That happens every 30 years. That's not a huge deal. But because of this trigger of Mars and Jupiter also coming there, and then even also Pluto being there, which hasn't happened since the American Revolution. So that is another cycle, a 248-year cycle that's going on that is coming to an end right now at this time. So it's a real sort of vector points, you could say, of all these things coinciding that are quite intense in 2020. So it makes sense that it would have been the kind of year that it was. And it also makes sense that 2021 would be kind of the same. And I talked about that last year at Mindful New Year. I even shared a meme of a guy opening a Christmas present of a shirt, and it's the same shirt that he's wearing already. And that's the kind of energy that we had last year. But 2022 will be a bit different. And as we look forward and think about setting goals and how to work with them, we can work with these energies and know what to expect. <clears throat> so in the workshop, I will be giving all of the transits for the whole year. So you'll know all the things coming up and what they mean in a one-page sheet to plan for the whole year. So my goal is to help you plan your whole year in a single day in sync with astrology and how to set intentions that are more realistic. 35% of people who failed in their New Year's resolutions said they had unrealistic goals. 
So in Mindful New Year, I'll show you how to set goals that are in sync with all the supportive energies of the year based on your unique strengths, opportunities, and challenges ahead. Because if you set unrealistic goals, of course, you're going to get disappointed and just kind of give up and drift through the year. And I've done that in the past as well. And this is, again, part of why I think this work is so important. Because when we get intentional, then we can focus on what we have to offer and how we can serve others and benefit ourselves and everyone around us. Some more interesting stats to share. 33% of people who failed didn't keep track of their progress. So I have a pretty much nearly automatic way for you to keep track of your progress towards your goals and what matters to you every day. And that is a really fun thing to share as well. 23% forgot about their resolutions. So there's, again, a very simple way to keep them front and center throughout the year that I found incredibly effective and makes it much more easy to succeed in achieving whatever it is that you're focusing on this year. Now, it might be things like getting in shape or losing weight or getting out of debt or buying a house or improving your relationship. And those are all actually quite vague goals and vague intentions and vague intentions create vague results. So I'll help you clarify and specify those things. So if you're having, for example, Rahu is going into Aries next year, and if you're an Aries rising person, that's going to be affecting every area of your life and be a very, very profound and significant life-changing year for you. But if it's going into your 12th house, if you're a Pisces rising person, <clears throat> that means Rahu is going into your 12th house and that is an extremely different kind of year, a year marked by losses, changes, needing to let go of things, needing time in isolation, and significant spiritual transformation. If it's in your 11th house, if you're a Gemini rising, that's a year marked by time with friends, socializing networks, and increasing your gains and finances significantly, right? So these are all, those are three examples of very different years, very different kind of themes for the year. But if you just go into the new year thinking, you know, this is just going to be a great year and I'm just going to focus on getting this thing that I want, but you're actually having a transit of Rahu over your 12th house, it's going to set you up for massive disappointment and setbacks and letdown. But if you know that's coming, because loss is inevitable, right? The only reason we think that things are going to last forever is because of our ego. And the ego thinks that we can just be in relationships forever, have pets forever, everything's going to be fine. But of course, the reality is all those things will go away. Pets will die, relationships will end, we're all going to pass away. So there's always going to be changes and transitions and new phases of life and times of letting go and times of expansion and growth. And it doesn't make one better or worse than another or scarier than another. But if we know kind of what the general energy around us is for that year, it helps us make the most of it and work with it rather than against it. Right? If you're having a year of loss, astrologically, where it shows that things will be lost in general, and you're just trying to accumulate things, you're going to struggle, and it's going to make things a lot harder. So I want to help you make the most of this year, and not just make this a better year than last year, which is probably quite easy to do, uh, but to make it one of your best years of your life. And that is totally within reason because we focus on the things that we can control and know the energies around us that are going to be impacting us and how to work with them rather than against them. And we'll do that by knowing about the dates of the eclipses coming up. 
Those are big, big turning points. And as I mentioned in my own story, we had gone through an eclipse in the relationship that I was in and ended it. And we tried to go back after the eclipse and it just wasn't going to happen. So the eclipses are like portals that you go through and you can't go back. You're in a new phase of life and those happen every year. So it's not a huge deal that it's happening, but it is a huge deal to know when it's happening and how it might be affecting you based on what signs it's in and what nakshatra it's in. So you can prepare for that. Those are really big turning points in the year. We'll look at retrogrades because those are times of going backwards rather than going forwards. So this is a different way of going back though. It's a time of reviewing things, reflecting on things, completing old cycles. And if you try to move forward during these times, you're likely going to receive more uh, restrictions, more rejections, more limitations, more setbacks. So we want to use these retrograde times wisely to sort of clean things up from the past and complete and close open cycles so we can move ahead and move forward with more energy and sort of let go of all the things that might have been weighing us down. And there's the lunar cycles. So there's actually a full lunar cycle of 28 days where each of those days has a significant auspicious sort of activity and inauspicious activities. Just like the menstrual cycle for women, the lunar cycle, there's two phases and there's distinct energies to each phase and each day of the moon cycle. Not a lot of people know that. Of course, if you grew up in India, then you do know about this stuff. But I'll be sharing that as well. And there's certain days that are best for fasting and eating less. There's certain days that are best for starting projects. Uh, there's auspicious days for getting medical procedures if you need to do that, for investing. So we'll look at all those specific dates and you'll know how to prepare for those each month. And we'll look at what's happening with Saturn and Jupiter this year. So again, Saturn moved into... Capricorn in 2020 and that's when that the pandemic started and Saturn represents restrictions delays government old people in its own sign of Capricorn just amplifies all of that but it had all this other stuff around it these triggers of really difficult things and it's with Pluto which represents a massive change in the whole structure of our country of the United States and government in general but massive, massive power to the government. Saturn is its own sign of Capricorn. So it's been extremely influential. The governments have been extremely powerful and influential over controlling speech and movement and everything else going on in the world through this time. And that's going to change a bit when Saturn moves into Aquarius at the beginning at the spring of this year, 2022. So we'll talk about really what that means and what we can expect over the next two and a half years. Of course, there will be a Saturn retrograde. It will go back into Capricorn. So I can tell you now it's not fully done yet, but there will be some big changes on the horizon and I'll help you prepare for those at the workshop. And again, it's just noticing patterns. And we can do this looking at the night sky app even and just see in the actual sky, what's happening. You can look up and see right now, if you're from a Western astrology background and you know about the Western transits, you know they might be saying different things, but if you actually look at the actual astronomy, you can see right now, everything that Vedic astrology says is true to the stars. It's the actual astronomy of what's happening. And Western astrology is based on placements that happened 2000 years ago, and they never updated their map essentially because of the procession of the equinoxes. 
not being factored in, but in Vedic astrology that is. So we can actually look at the stars and move in sync with the universe in the truth of what's happening in the stars with Vedic astrology. And yes, Saturn will be bringing some massive changes over the year ahead. Jupiter bringing some massive changes. It's about to eventually move into its own sign of Pisces. It's not quite there yet, but that will bring a lot of change. Uh, and there's been a lot of restriction and all these limitations over the past two years. When Jupiter moves, Jupiter has been in Capricorn too. So expansion has been massively limited. Growth has been massively restricted. And we've seen all sorts of indications of that. And it's also an indication of inflation, which we can see throughout history as well. So how do we work with that? What do we do to prepare for these changes ahead? We're talking about that at Mindful New Year. And I really want you to know what to expect and to be able to plan your year with some certainty. Uh, so I will give you sheets to do that and uh, things you can print out and just write out your year. And of course, things will change. And our goal is not to have a perfect plan that we don't change ever and just know all the answers and know everything to expect. There's always going to be things that we don't expect and don't plan for and new things to learn and grow. But we're starting from a place of intention and mindfulness and knowing generally what the weather is going to be. And even just like the weather forecasts, they can be relatively accurate, but it's not really 100% accurate until you get to the day of the actual forecast and you're experiencing it. But you prepared and you have an idea of what to expect. And again, just like going to a new city, you have a map, you have a GPS, and maybe they've done some construction and changed some things, but you know the general location of things and where you're going to go, and you can prepare for that. So it makes the year much more intentional and it gives you a lot more hope, a lot more agency, a lot more choice of how you want to engage with this year, knowing that maybe this isn't the best year to focus on finances, or maybe it is. Maybe this isn't the best year to focus on career, or maybe it is. And you can see that in your chart and in the transits and how they're affecting you personally. So you can sign up right now at mindfulnewyear.com. Today is the last day to save $100. So it's $97 until midnight Eastern Standard Time tonight, Friday, December 10th. And if you're listening to this later, you can still join us for $197, which is still a massive deal because of the amount of value in this. It could potentially save you much, much more than that and be of much more value to that uh, for you in planning 2022. So I'd love to see you there. We've got an amazing group joining us live on Zoom already. And if you want to join, check out mindfulnewyear.com. Again, I'll be helping you plan your whole year in a day in sync with astrology so you can walk away knowing exactly what to focus on, what to avoid, and when to plan your most important dates for health, wealth, relationships, and living in your purpose. So you can make 2022 not just better than last year, but one of your best years yet. So I'd love to see you there and hope you're having a great day and look forward to sharing more with you soon on the podcast that I host, Quiet Mind Astrology, Quiet Mind Yoga, and the Yoga Teacher Training Podcast. Have a great rest of your day.